Welcome, everybody, to She's All Booked, a podcast for book lovers and avid readers. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Alex. We're two cousins who are also best friends who love to read. Yeah. Chat about and analyze. Sometimes overanalyze. The books we're currently reading. Sometimes we're on the same page. And sometimes our pages differ. But either way, we always have an opinion about what we've read. By the way, we're real people with real families. So you may hear cats, dogs, birds, babies, or husbands. So enjoy the bonus material. Now let's get booked. Booked. listeners stick around at the end of this episode for some bloopers and bonus content hey 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 listeners if you're enjoying our podcast please give us a five-star review on apple spotify or your preferred streaming service to help us reach more listeners and spread the word about our podcast before we get started we want to include some trigger warnings this book and the following discussion will include topics of death and stillbirth so please be aware of that before you proceed also (laughs) This is just a reminder that we will have a non-spoiler discussion first, and then we'll announce when we will be getting into the spoiler portion of our discussion beforehand. All right? You got it? Great. Cool. All right. (laughs) Uh, Well, how are you, Jess? Hi. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. I'm (laughs) I'm fantastic. Fantastic, then. How are you doing? That's good. I'm good. What? Great. I said, hi, y'all. Actually, Uh-oh. I said, hi, all. But the second time I said, y'all. You know, I have to be inclusive of the South. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you snacking on over there? I just have some water today. I just ate dinner, actually. I made chicken noodle soup for dinner with some veggies and stuff. With a soda on the side? No. Is that a song? Yes. Chicken noodle soup what? with a soda on the side? Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup with the soda on the side. Yeah. <laughs> everybody everybody knows that song. Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup with the soda on the side. Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup with the soda on the side. Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup with the soda on the side. No, I did not have a soda on the side, but I did have the soup. <laughs> I feel like it's required to have a soda on the side, though. <laughs> Even if you don't drink it, just to have it on the side, you know? I don't, I don't have any in my house. <laughs> I could put, so, so put a seltzer on the side. Yeah, uh, chicken noodle soup. on the side. Chicken noodle soup with the seltzer on the side. Did you have a water on the side? I did. Because I, I feel like that's also two syllables. So with the water on the side still goes, but it's not as fun. Okay. Sounding. All right, whatever. I think I don't have any of that. Two syllables also. <laughs> yes, and so is water. Water, seltzer, soda. Yeah. All right. Anyway, juice, juice doesn't go. Juice, <laughs> no, doesn't, juice go. doesn't go. Juice is absolutely not happening. Plus, yeah. juice with chicken noodle soup sounds gross. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So, why are you having chicken noodle soup? Are you sick? No, I mean I've been feeling a little under the weather, but Rob was sick, so I made it for him. And honestly, if I had made it just for me, I would have made it a little spicy. And that was the only thing that wasn't good about it was that it could have been just a little bit spicier. But otherwise, chicken it's noodle good. soup with the spicy on the side. Yes, <laughs> with some cayenne with the pepper on the, on the side. side. That goes with the cayenne on the side. 
<laughs> uh, I don't have anything fun. I have my water. And then I have, well, the Pepperidge Farm Chessman butter cookies. Oh, nice. Because okay. why the hell not? Okay. <laughs> right? I mean, they're kind of cute to look at, too. They are cute. I know. <laughs> Has anyone ever played chess with them? This is These are questions I would, I would like to know. Do they have the different pieces of the the chess game on them? I would. Or are they, they all the same? Oh. No, they're they're different. There's the horse guy and all the other ones. I don't know what the chess people are called. I don't know <laughs> what the names of the chess people are. But I wonder if it's possible to actually play chess with the chessmen. This is something I'd like to get I, to the bottom of. I don't think so. If so, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's like multifunctional food. Yeah, but the horse guy I, I think mean, is the knight. The horse. Whatever. Knight. <laughs> sure. <laughs> great is, uh, there's a knight there's the horse guy is it the same guy I that's don't know. the same that's the same guy <laughs> and then there's I the should... rook the queen and the king i think Look, that's it was, i gotta brush up on my my harry potter because they teach you harry potter teaches you about a little bit of chess <laughs> with ron all right he's like you gotta go you all right that's all <laughs> isn't that that scene all yeah right. once i <laughs> make me. my move not, not me, me. Not, Hermione. not Hermione, you. I make my move, the queen will take me. Then you're free to check the king. No, Ron, no! What is it? He's going to sacrifice himself. No, you can't! There must be another way! Do you want to stop sleeping again? That stone will not. Harry, it's you that has to go on. I know it. Not me, not Hermione, you. <laughs> I see that all the time on TikTok. It's the best. I the love stupid it. Stupid dance moves too. I know. I know. <laughs> They'll pop up. Hilarious. Yeah. Have you read anything besides what we've been reading? Yeah. So I finished Kingdom of Ash. I think I told you I finished the tandem read. I think we already talked about that. I finished Kingdom yes. of Ash. It was good. I liked it. I personally think that series is overhyped. It's good. Okay. It's fine. It's just, it's not like the best book I've ever read. It's not the best series I've ever read. I expected it to be mind blowing or to be just amazing. It was good, but it wasn't great. And I had a couple of gripes with it, but I don't want to talk about them because they're spoilers. So I won't, I'll, okay. I'll save it in case you ever read it, but I did finish it and I did reread the first Crescent City book. And oh, okay. I mean, I love that. I, I still love it. And I'm almost done with the second book on my reread of that one, which is also good, okay. but I still think the first one's a little bit better. And I am excited because I'm going to start the third one soon, which just came out January 30th. So I'm yes. excited about that, but I think I'm going to do a reread of Evelyn Hugo first because okay. yeah, we're supposed to read that. So I got to read that first <laughs> before yeah, I can I, read the Crescent City. I kind of started it last night. Mm -hmm. uh, I got, I don't know. It's like an article or something in the beginning. Thought. She's a journalist. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Well, I fell asleep after the second like paragraph, so okay. <laughs> I did not read it. So I can't say I kind of started it last night, kind of, but not really, because I'm going to have to reread those two paragraphs anyway. Okay. But I woke up and it was on the floor and I was like, oops, <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then randomly when I woke up, Doug is off this week from work. Oh, that's nice. Um, So he was sitting up and he was like, I'm going to watch something. And I looked and it was like 2 a.m. I was like, all right. And then we decided that we watched the first half of the brand new Matrix movie. Oh, 
Okay. I didn't know there was a brand new Matrix movie. They, they did a, a remake? Four. Yes. The Resurrection. Oh. oh, it's not a remake. Uh, it's just a continuation of the series. Yeah, the continuation. Like years um, later. And it, it's cool because Keanu has his John Wick 4 hair because mm -hmm. he was also recording and uh, mm -hmm. filming, rather, John Wick 4. Okay. Um, And you know, we love a good Keanu movie around here. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I was like, I don't know. I'm really tired. And he put it up and I seen him and I was like, all right. Mm -hmm. so he put it on and we watched the first half i was a little confused mm -hmm. um if there's any like diehard matrix fans out there like myself uh i was a little confused at first i was like what's going on people had different faces i was like i don't know why they have different faces i get i mm -hmm. get that they're in a program and that you could reprogram their faces but sometimes i like their faces okay <laughs> but keanu's face is you know keanu's mm -hmm. face is still the same so i was like all right but I can't tell you how I felt about it overall. I'll get back to everybody on that. This is one of my nerd things because I, I do like my Keanu movies. What do you mean he has John Wick for hair? What does his hair look like? Okay. It's long and he's got the long the beard and he's got the long hair. Okay. First of all, I can't conversate with you about John Wick because you never watched them. Okay. I know. You will love them. You'll <laughs> I love probably them. Will. I probably will. All yeah. right. Literally, the, the first one is about him he's an, a retired assassin but he was the best at his field all right this mm. is a typical you know keanu reeves movie you right know. all right don't expect it to be like the greatest plot of all time it's just action and excellent um <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know he he's a retired assassin his wife died he doesn't want to do it anymore they break into somebody breaks into his house and kills his dog this is like the first beginning Aww. of the movie and then he feels the need to avenge his dog because that's all he had left of his wife Aww. if that's not enough to make you want to watch it yeah. yeah. I love John Wick. <laughs> John Wick's the best. All right. Okay. And then each movie keeps getting more violent. Mm, so I'm sure. I don't know, but I love them. I love them. That's so. keep upping the Annie. I did not expect, I did not anticipate to love the John Wick movies, but since we saw the first one, we have seen every single one since in the movie theater. So nice. Okay. Entertaining as hell. And it's yeah. Keanu Reeves. I mean, did I need to even tell you any storyline? Yeah. <laughs> It's true. All right. Miss Speed is my favorite movie over there. I love Speed and I love him so in Speed. I. And I personally think he looks his finest in Speed. I loved the short hair and the white t-shirt. It was, it was, it was, it, he was hitting all the right marks. I don't know. I don't know. He He's like a fine wine or a fine aged cheddar because he just <laughs> keeps getting better. Okay. <laughs> Pop quiz, asshole. Goes yes. to your head. What do you do? What Though do you I cannot do? say the acting has improved. <laughs> Pop quiz, asshole. He has zero emotion when he acts, but that's fine. I can't. I don't care. I'm yeah. not watching for his <laughs> acting. I'm watching. He does all his own fight scenes. I mean, yeah. guy's talented. He's yeah. hot. So, yeah. all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some reason every once in a while, maybe like I don't know, at least once a month, we have to talk about Keanu Reeves. <laughs> it's it's like a rule. I don't know. Yeah. Did you ever watch that movie with Ali Wong? Always be my baby. Yes, I love that movie. Oh it's no, so cute, always isn't it? be my maybe. Yeah, always and, be my maybe. Yes, yes. And Keanu was freaking hilarious, hilarious. in that movie, and he plays himself, which makes it even funnier. It's amazing. I know I the guy has to punch him in the face. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> when he walks into of the restaurant and his hair's like flowing and stuff. <laughs> that's that's the John Wick hair with the long hair. Okay. Now that's you know. Yeah, that's what I figured. He, I feel like he's had it long like that for a while now. He doesn't because really cut it short anymore. Four John Wick movies. 
You know what I mean? He's always has to have the long hair, dude. He was retired. I'm sure John Wick could have short hair. Why does he have to have long hair? Because he was re- he's on the run. I can't explain oh, unless right. you see. All right. What's going Fine. on? It, it, there's a lot going on. Yeah. In the John Wick series, okay? And you know what? I hope there's a 5. <laughs> I'm sure there because will Because I be. will be watching it. Yeah, yeah well, it's very profitable. Yeah. Very profitable. People love it. Yeah. Even people who I know that don't really love action movies love it. And I'm like, is yeah. it because of Keanu? <laughs> and usually the answer is yes. <laughs> okay. People love Keanu Reeves. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard not to. All hard right. not to love just real quick, I don't know if we ever talked about this, but this is reasons to love Keanu. Um, a woman broke into his house. Did we talk about this? I don't think so. Okay, a woman a woman broke into his house a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. He called the cops, but while they were waiting for the cops to come, he made her tea. Okay. All right. I mean, come on. Okay. He's so nice. Why does he have to be so great for? That's all. <laughs> <laughs> who 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 makes tea for someone who breaks into your house? Also, she was like a little old lady. That's She's so weird. Why why did she break into his house? I don't know. She wants she was reading his books. He found them in the library. It was me. No. She was reading his books. She was reading his books in the library. I'm pretty sure there is a book about Keanu Reeves, like a character that wants to go and meet Keanu Reeves. And it's like a romance novel where she ends up falling in love with the guy that she is like on this road trip with to go. And uh, I don't know. I can't find it. I'll find it and I'll send it to you later. But I'm pretty sure it's Keanu Reeves. It might be a different actor, but I'm like 98% sure it's Keanu Reeves. Okay. Yeah. Well, hi, Keanu. We love you. <laughs> Alex has right. to watch your movies. She's promising. Yes, I will at some point. You're the worst Promise. with movie I, movies I recommend. It's not just you. My brother says I never watch any of the things he recommends either. I really don't yeah, watch that much TV when I do. My movie recommend- recommendations are definitely amazing. So Okay. <laughs> I mean, even if you don't like them, the the you know the acting, okay. <laughs> the actor. <laughs> All right, that's it. All right. <laughs> oh, well, I got my nails done today. They're Valentine'sy. Do you say they have oh, hearts? Cute. That is cute. Yeah, I know. I did. They're like um a hot pink because I'm still on the Barbie kick. Yeah. I went in there and I was like, uh, so I found this picture on Pinterest, and I know they're red. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, can we do pink? <laughs> instead because yeah. i don't want to do red and she was like all right yeah and, and that was a story without a plot i have little valentine's day <laughs> nails too they're white with oh, little they're really cute little red oh, hearts kind of similar. On how cute look yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> cute we have matchy nails i love it yeah we're all valentined out what are you guys gonna do for valentine's day anything good um I don't know. Probably not. I hate going out on Valentine's Day and like the weekends if it's during the week because it's always so crowded and they have these prefix menus and it's just annoying. So who out there loves the prefix menu? I'd love to know. Okay. No one. Because I can't stand the prefix menu. I don't want whatever you just decide to make. I am a vegetarian. I don't Mm -hmm. like that shit. And you're going to make me pay $80 or something like that for something I don't want to eat. Yeah. I know. That's bullshit. So we've been avoiding this for years, me and Doug. Um, for the last fifteen years, on Valentine's Day, we go to Danino's. Oh, nice. So, okay. Yeah. Every year we go for pizza, and this year we're actually breaking tradition, and we're going to this special pizzeria in New Jersey oh. that got like a super high rating from uh, Dave Portnoy. Okay. That goes and does the pizza ratings. Right. So 
he said that it's worth driving four hours for but for us it's only 40 minutes so we're like all right let's do wow it. okay what's it called uh eh. okay <laughs> i don't remember but i'll tell you later <laughs> all right that's fine that's fine I'm i want to say it's something with a d though if that helps anyone it's okay, in raritan it okay all right, right that's all that's all i know yeah i usually like to order in and then sometimes i'll like make a dessert or something but i really i don't care about valentine's day too much yeah so. it's like an overhyped holiday to be honest i'm more excited about ours me and alex celebrate galentine's day yeah uh and it's it's super exciting that's all yeah. <laughs> it's exciting because um we get together and instead of uh talking shit or talking and shooting the shit uh for two hours before we record with you guys we do it in person yes <laughs> and there's usually some type of funny movie or something involved or some yes. type of activity it's it's nice it's fun or delicious beverage yeah 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 that's all <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah i think we're gonna go see trolls this year yeah because which i'm really excited like about that. i know <laughs> I know. Also, have we talked about this? Have we talked about how Justin Timberlake and the Britney fans were savage? I think we yes. did, right? Yeah, you told okay, me good. about it. Yeah. Just making sure. Okay. The, the drama. You filled me in on the tea. You spilled it. Good, good. Yeah. I, I, spilt, I spilt that tea. All right. Yeah. <laughs> let's spill the right. tea on this book. Actually, before well, we do that, do... we have to word of the day it. Yeah, let's do the word of the day. So our word of the day for today is remunerative. Remunerative? <laughs> remunerative remunerative all right I, I feel like i'm better at pronouncing it when i don't look at the pronunciation guide because it starts to confuse me so remunerative i can't talk remunerative whatever just pretend i said it right it's an adjective that, that means profitable or providing compensation for example wow. <laughs> Jane quit her job after she and her online business was more remunerative than she'd expected. <laughs> Why can't I say this word? I feel like my mouth won't make the sound it's supposed to make. First of all, all right. The reason why she's, it's because, all right. The pronunciation that they give you has a Y randomly in mu, mu. So it's like mu. <laughs> you don't know how to say it. It's supposed to be, I guess, remu remunerative. Remunerative. This is a horrible word. Remunerative. Remunerative. That's it. Remunerative. Remunerative. I feel like we sound like Wally right now trying to learn language. Also, I feel like this example doesn't make sense. Wally. 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 Uh, remunerative. Let's just say it a few times so we don't mess it up, I guess. Remunerative. I've, I've already said it so many times and it didn't get much better for me. Are you guys trying to repeat it while you're listening? Remunerative. Do you hate it? There you go. All right. Well, well for, here's an example for you. The Wades. Are they the Wades? I don't know, but yes, Yasmin, they are. Okay. <laughs> the Wades own grits. A remunerative re remun remunerative oh boy restaurant soul food restaurant in before i let go yes the place sounds amazing and i want to eat there yeah <laughs> uh they're so remunerative uh that they actually open up a second location in another state 
Yeah. In Savannah, Georgia. Me too. Oh, that was Charlotte. And that's right. Just making sure you're paying attention <laughs> that it's Charlotte, not Savannah. <laughs> doesn't matter, really. It doesn't make a difference. <laughs> but the other comp uh the other business that they actually took over the restaurant before the the one in uh charlotte they had some delicious pears and mm -hmm. they were also remunerative yes yes all they true. closed because old people <laughs> literally that's all yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> So I hope you enjoy that dumpster fire of a word. Yeah. And we hope that you use it in conversation today if you can say it. Yeah. Good luck. Do you have the trivia for it or do you want to just skip Oh, I the do. <laughs> I do. People need to know the trivia so they can understand the word better. Be <laughs> bettest. Best. <laughs> betterest. All right. The <laughs> betterest. <laughs> the triv is first used in English in the late 1600s, but never used again because people couldn't say it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> First I, honestly, I, it's just, you were saying it fine. I just think it's just me. <laughs> My mouth no, I'm right. telling you, man. It's it's the the pronunciation, the mean. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> mean. That's what's that's what's throwing everybody off. All right. First used in English in the late 1600s to mean rewarding, rewarding for saying it. Uh, by the mid 1800s, the definition had shifted to profitable. Remunerative can also refer to something that generates a lot of money. And there you have it. Interesting. Okay. Yes. I think me and Alex might never say this word, but we will try. I will not. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll try. But I don't think I'll try that hard. <laughs> she you'll, she won't try because she can't say it. Yeah, I can't. I can't. My, my mouth doesn't you'll work be, right. You'll be know. in a meeting at work and you'll be like, guys, this is real. Is Alex having a stroke? We don't know. We'll be like, right. what the hell is she talking about? <laughs> Somebody call 911. <laughs> Somebody call 911. I can't remember the words. Yeah. Whoa. All right. Somebody call 911. Shoddy fire burning on the dance floor. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Well, as you guys know, we read Before I Let Go by Kennedy Ryan. And this is a second chance romance novel between a divorced couple, Yasmin and Josiah Wade. Two years ago, this couple experienced a devastating loss and learned that love alone was not, a was not enough to fix the rift it caused in their marriage. Now <laughs> they have developed a routine co-parenting their two children and running a thriving restaurant. Despite trying to move on, they are drawn together like magnets and need to decide if they can make things work for a second time or let go of one another forever. Like magnets. Magnets. <laughs> Remuner remunerative Mag magnets. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, <laughs> here's a little deets about Kennedy Ryan, the, the author. Kennedy Ryan is a reader. R.I.T.A. award winner and top 25 Amazon bestseller author of romance novels designed for women from all walks of life. Ryan centers her stories around women in charge of their own destinies and writes heroes who respect and cherish them. She's married to her longtime lover and has a son. Ryan has a background in journalism and has used that experience to write to raise awareness for autism. She's the founder and executive director of a foundation serving Atlanta families 
living with autism and has used various media outlets to advocate for families living with autism. So that's that's very um, admirable. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, do we just jump right into it? Yeah, let's just jump right in. So, so I don't know not, if I'm going to be spoilers. reading any more from her. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't hate this book. No. But I definitely, no means. I didn't love it. I had some issues with Josiah and I just didn't really like his character that much. And I thought that I had, I didn't like being inside of his head. I didn't really care for the way that he viewed their relationship and also how he was unsure that his reasons for being unsure as to whether he wanted to pursue something more with her again were weird to me. They, to me, they didn't really make sense. And okay. So I know that there's no such thing really as like product placement in books because it's not like the author is getting money from saying LaCroix 1500 times, but not necessarily. Sometimes they have uh, sponsor dealerships. Dealerships? Maybe, I, I sponsor don't, deals. deals. I mean, maybe she does. <laughs> I don't know. But to me, it really, the first couple of times it didn't bother me, but it was in there so much. All the characters were randomly always drinking LaCroix. It was always like, go get yourself another. I, I was like, who even talks like that? I never refer Dude, to it as the brand. She, I always just call it a seltzer. Might, it she might have gotten like $2,500 or something. I'm just spitballing a number. But it she might have gotten that for every time it was mentioned. Or something. It wasn't just LaCroix, though. There were a lot of things. There was um, LaCroix. There was Tesla. There was Tom Ford. There was Fenty. I made a whole list because I was like, why why are there so many random things being thrown in here? It just kept pulling me out. LaCroix, I think, was the, the most used. But I don't know. It's just weird to me. And that bothered me in the book. But the things that I did like, I did like the focus on mental health and how a devastating loss, I, I won't give away spoilers, but they do experience loss in, in two different ways in this book. And I liked seeing how a loss can impact a family unit as individuals but also as a couple as a family i thought it was really realistically done and i thought that it had a lot of good and important messages thrown in there i just didn't i just i just didn't buy these two as a couple i i didn't really feel the chemistry between these two despite the heavy emphasis on their chemistry i don't know what did you think all right so i had issues with both characters they both annoyed me in certain ways and i'll get into that when i go into spoilers Okay. Uh, as far as, yes, with the mental health issues, everything that had to do with a relationship, a lot of it was very realistic for me. Mm -hmm. a, a lot of it was uh, relatable in certain aspects, in certain aspects not, but in certain aspects, yes, it would be relatable to many people, anyone who was ever in a relationship and it didn't work out or something, mm -hmm. or you had a second chance or whatever, it may be dreamt of a second chance, whatever the case may be. So for that, I liked it. I think I'm just coming to realization that I just don't love romance novels. I'm getting mm -hmm. to that point where when I read a romance novel, I'm just like, this isn't for me, maybe. Okay. Um. So maybe that's just a thing. Uh. It also, you know, in certain parts got a little spicy, but like not spicy with triple peppers in any way. Mm -hmm. Not like banging on a throne. Looking mm -hmm. at you, shame. Uh. <laughs> But, you know, like more than I thought would occur. <laughs> mm. um, and I just felt like it was unnecessary. You know, I was just like, who cares about this? Get to the point and let mm -hmm. me know if they're going to get back together because that's all I care about knowing right now. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I'm saying? Like, like things like that. 
uh, as far as, I don't know. One thing I did love was at the end of the book when it was over. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> One thing I did love is at the end of the book, they mentioned a lot of food. Of course they did because right now we're not doing the food stuff. So of mm. course they're going to mention constantly food. Yeah. And everything sounded amazing. And I was like, <laughs> yes, I want this. But they, there was, um, Kennedy Ryan included all the recipes. Yeah. At the end. And I thought that was super cute and I want to make some of them. So yeah. I was like, this is cool. Yeah. So I loved and appreciated that. Uh, I appreciated her words in the beginning and I appreciated her words at the end. Mm -hmm. Apparently this is based off of people that she knows in her life. I like that. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple that she, you know, inspired her that she knew and, uh, and things like that. But as far as this goes, were they fully developed? Yes. But there were so many issues I had with them and then stupid little editing issues, you know, like that shouldn't have been there. Mm. So I'll get into that too. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm just kind of not nitpicking, but that shouldn't be in a big book, a best-selling book. That shouldn't yeah. happen. Yeah. You know, if somebody's saying closest, it shouldn't say closet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. It shouldn't. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, especially if you want me to connect to the book as I'm reading it, you want me to get emotional. I can't get emotional if you're saying I'm so close to you and it's I'm so closet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I did That's get a little me. emotional during this book. Maybe I did cry at one point. I, yeah. I got a little choked up in one scene mm -hmm. um, and I did get attached to them in a way where I wanted things to work out. But at the same time, do I th think they both deserve it? I don't know. So we'll get into that. Mm. Interesting. Okay. I, I actually, one of them annoyed me more than the other. Yeah. I think it was opposite for us though. It sounds like I you had so. a bigger issue with Yasmin. I had a bigger issue with Josiah. Don't get me wrong. I've had I've had issues with Josiah. Okay. Uh, but there was things with ja with Yasmin that annoyed the shit out of me. Like, for number one, um, and I don't know if this is so much as a spoiler because you get the gist of the fact that they're divorced and they were together for a long time. But right, she goes through something. I'm not going to say what it is. I, I feel for her. Yes, I, I don't want to know what that's like. There's a lot of things that she's going through at once, and I think that's horrible. Uh, but if you love somebody, you don't just immediately give up on that person when you have a family with them. So I have issues with that, that she's just quickly one day being like, we're going to get divorced. She doesn't even think it through. She's like, we're going to get divorced and then just divorces him and that's it. And then she's like, I want you back. I don't know if that's a spoiler, but that I annoyed think, the shit well, out see, of me. I think that was a bigger issue with Josiah because it's clear that she was not well at the time. She was emotional. She wasn't thinking clearly. She was not rational and he was the one that just was like okay and like agreed to it it wasn't well, like was oh more, let's he... let's work on this she wanted him to do therapy with her he refused like to me he they gave both up annoyed on her that you could that you well they both they give up on yeah. each other immediately within a yeah. second yeah and when you have a family and you have kids and stuff like that's not something you do so lightly so that annoyed me and i did not find that part realistic i feel like these two characters divorced for the convenience of the second chance romance plot. I don't think so it happened. For me, it, I, I think the problem is that we didn't really see a lot of the history. So we saw like little scenes here or there. We saw that one scene, but we didn't also see anything else that led up to that. And it was implied that she had been in a depression and, you know, barely able to get out of bed for months at, at this point. So I assume yeah. there was a real strain on their relationship up until the point where they decided to get the divorce, but we don't see any of that in the book. We're just kind of told that. And then we see this one scene where it all kind of unraveled. And then, like you said, overnight, they just get divorced, which 
right. I, I agree, was kind of abrupt and didn't really, you didn't feel the impact of it. No, I mean, for the glimpse that we're given of their marriage, we don't have enough to yeah. be like, well, this is the right choice. Because for me, that sounds ridiculous when you have, I don't know, a 13 and a 10 year old or whatever they were at the time, an eight and 11 year old. You know what I'm saying? And now we're going to get into spoilers, but that obviously before even reading the book is going to highly impact those children. So I feel like you're making rash decisions, not even considering anybody. And I think it's selfish. So you're not considering your kids. But who am I to say? I'm not in their situation, but I just yeah. think it doesn't seem realistic as parents. I mean, I am, I've always been very outspoken that I think it's the wrong decision to stay in a situation where you're unhappy just because of your kids, because it's actually ultimately much more harmful to them than if you were to both just separate and be happy, which they both did. But I don't know if that was really their issue in this. Their issue was more about communication and being able to work through their grief as a couple. Yes. And they weren't able I to do that. But they were also, they I did think... seem pretty miserable at that point in the book. And they did seem really happy when they were separated, despite then having this whole plot of the not really they both romance. just wanted each other back without admitting it to themselves well i don't know we'll, we'll talk what, about all the spoilers when what we do, i meant but... um what i meant was at the beginning of the book yasmin is talking about how she finally feels like herself again she's going out with the girls she feels healthy and happy for the first time in a long time so she is finally feeling more comfortable with herself and josiah seems to be perfectly fine just living his life and we're about to get to spoilers so we'll wait for that because <clears throat> Josiah then does something that prompts Yasmin to be like, oh, I love him again. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just, meh. Uh, I, well, I think my, me, mine and your main issue is that we hate the miscommunication trope. You know this about us. Yeah. And this is high, high level miscommunication trope. Because there was sometimes I was yelling at the book and I was like, just tell her, just communicate. Like, why aren't you just communicating with each other? It was annoying. Yeah. It was very drawn out. Yes. It was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So I'm going to rate it a four just because I didn't hate it. I really did kind of like it, um, but I had issues with it. Do I want to read it again? I kind of don't. It wasn't a book that I love and I'm going to read all the time. But while I was in the moment of reading it, I couldn't put it down and I was interested in to see where they would go. So I'm going to give it a four. I mm -hmm. do have issues with some of the writing. I have issues with the editing, like I said, and I, I have issues with the characters, with my, which I feel like maybe not not as realistic. Mm-hmm. So I can't give it higher than that. Yeah, I also gave it a four. I agree with you. I There were some things in this book that I really liked, and I'll talk about it more in the spoilers, but then there were things that I just really didn't enjoy that made it so that I couldn't rate it any higher. And I think I think this book was just okay. It, it wasn't great, and it wasn't terrible. I listened to this on audio, right. so I actually didn't see spelling errors. So that's oh, okay. a difference for me. I didn't have that reading experience, but I, I don't know. I, I just, it was just all right there. Like I said, I had issues with the characters and, and some of the plot. So that for me was the biggest thing. I also had an issue with the LaCroix. It just bothered me. It was constant. <laughs> I, I'm I was telling like, you, she, has, she definitely had a sponsorship with LaCroix. I was like, nobody talks like this in real life. You know what I mean? Nobody's like, oh, I walked to the door with my LaCroix. Nobody said, like, nobody thinks that. Nobody says that. It was just very bizarre to me. And it really took me out of the experience. 
but it was a quick and easy read I think I, I read it. I mean, I oh, listened it was, to it definitely. in like a day. Yeah. And I, it actually took me a little while to get into this story. I didn't feel connected Same. to any of the characters at first. And then maybe about a quarter of the way through, I started to feel more invested, but they also frustrated me a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, uh, they gave me anxiety sometimes. I hate when people like characters give me anxiety because it's like, you're not even real, bro. You're giving mm -hmm. me anxiety. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I will say that the side characters were, again, in this book, a saving grace because Hendrix was hilarious. Yeah. I loved Hendrix. Yeah, Hendrix was funny. I want to hang out with her. I thought she was hilarious. <laughs> she sounded like a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, she always wanted to keep the party going. Nobody yeah. else did. She was yeah. the best. But then again, she didn't have, you know, kids to go home to and stuff. But yeah. she's like kind of what, you know, if you're like a mom or you're married or whatever, she's like that little, you know, mm -hmm. party globulin on the side. Yeah, that's like do it, do it, do it, chance. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, I kind of wanna. Yeah, <laughs> so I actually like. I actually liked all of Yasmin's friends, and I liked their interactions with each other too. I thought that their interactions were realistic for a group of girlfriends who have known each other for a long time. I really enjoyed those scenes. Yeah, yeah. What was the other one's name? Um, she annoyed and frustrated me because it was like obvious that her husband was was cheating but um you know. oh crap she had like solidad so yes yes solidad right yeah okay. i was gonna say guadalupe and i don't know why i was like it definitely was not Guadalupe. <laughs> no, it was not <laughs> uh, i want to punch her husband in the face yeah that's all yeah. if somebody just needed to like this story might have been more complete if at the end they were like and then someone just randomly came up and punched <laughs> solidad's husband in the face i would have been like yes <laughs> You know, we'll get into spoilers as to why I hate him. It might be the first thing I mentioned. That's all. Yeah, let's all right. get into our spoilers. If you haven't read the book yet and you want to, then stop now. Go read the book. Come back. Listen to the rest of this episode. Oh. If you don't yeah, care. Would I recommend it? Oh. Maybe. I mean, listen, I'm going to tell I'm going to be honest with you. If you're in the mood for a book that's kind of depressing, mm -hmm. but also touches on real issues, or if you're in the mood for romance and you really love romance and you want to hear a second chance, then this is for you. Um, maybe I would recommend it to you. I don't know. Yeah. But... I would recommend this book for everything but the romance. I think everything <laughs> else in the book was good. It was the romance that honestly was not it for me. But I do think that the rest of the book and the themes and the topics that it explored were yes. really well done. And I thought that they were realistic and heartbreaking. And I really yes. enjoyed reading those parts of this novel. But the if you're looking for... I mean, maybe this is this might just not be our cup of tea. This just might not do it for us. So this might be for those people that are really into second chance romance. You want a little bit of spice. For me, the spice, what I agree with you, you had mentioned this earlier. I thought there was too much spice. It wasn't super graphic or anything. It was just, no, there was a I'm lot skipping. of focus. Yeah, unnecessary. There was a lot of focus <laughs> on the physical, which made me think of your yeah. comments from Dark Matter, where you said that Jason hit when he thought about his wife it was only physical these two only talked about each other and their relationship in a physical sense until the last page of the book and that that killed it for me because to me that's not a second chance romance that's just somebody that i've always been attracted to and i'm still attracted to them but you're not explaining to me why right. you still want to be with them right the explanation is i want that dick and i'm like i don't yes. care about his dick i yeah. don't care about it okay maybe it's nice great i'm happy for you but i don't need to hear it on every other page yeah it was too much all right let's okay. get into and you the don't spoiler have to keep, you don't have to keep reminding us with his size 13 shoe all right um 
I'm, su- I'm surprised don't. it wasn't a size 13 Air Jordan. I might have stopped reading if they said that, honestly. I think I, I would have stopped. I would have... No, they didn't, did they? If I if they did, then I just straight up blocked it out of my brain because I was wait, so fed wait. up. Wait, if this is a book you do want to read, I just want to let you know, if you've ever seen There's Something About Mary, which is the, still one of my favorite funny comedy movies of all time, uh, if you've seen that movie, then you know about Woogie. And Woogie <laughs> used to steal her shoes, okay? Yeah. I mean, you stole all of my shoes. She stole a pair of his shoes. And she the whole did. time I was like, you're woogieing him? That's a it woogie was, move. It was That's weird. All. It was weird. All right, <laughs> let's get into the spoilers. Like I said, if you haven't read the book yet and you want to, stop now. Go read it. Come back and listen to the spoilers. If you don't care or you just want to pretend you read it to impress your friends, then continue on because now the yes. spoilers are here. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I think if you've made it past this point, you know to expect, Alex? Spoilers. <laughs> That's right. All right, again, we don't want to hear about the day. We're glad that she's getting the day again, but we don't want to hear about it on every other page. All right, so that's that. That's just us, though. That's an us issue. You might be like, hell yeah, I want to read about the day. That's a you, then. Then you go for it. We're not judging. We're not judging. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of who Rebecca recommended this book, I was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. Did you well, understand? You know what I, I mean? I don't. I think that this is normal spice amount for the genre. This is normal for a romance novel, right? My issue with it was that. So I, I'm not a big fan of second chance romance. I, I'm not going to lie; it's never something I'm going to naturally gravitate towards. I'm starting to appreciate it a little bit more as I get older. However, I can't help but compare it to Happy Place, which we read on the podcast last year. That was also a second chance romance. They were a little bit younger and they didn't have a family or anything like that. They weren't married. However, they were so we first of all, I liked getting the flashbacks because it showed us a time when they were happy. It also showed us times when they were struggling. It gave us a more well-rounded view of their relationship as a whole and who they were as people and why they connected in the first place and why they came apart. I never really got that in this book. The few flashbacks we did have always seemed to be from Josiah's point of view. I don't think we ever got it from Yasmin's point of view, which I thought was bizarre. And (laughs) it it was just a a weird choice and they weren't in depth and I didn't, I just didn't feel connected to them. And then on the other hand of that, there was one chapter that I I remember that was Josiah and it was then, was that the beginning? That was the very first. Yeah. And that was it, I think. There might have been one other flashback or whatever. There was the other flashback. It wasn't wasn't enough. When they decided to get the divorce, which we talked about in the non-spoiler discussion, Jess brought it up about how they decided to get a divorce. That was also a flashback, but I believe that was also in Josiah's point of view. And I just didn't, I just didn't understand why it didn't make me feel connected to the characters. I didn't understand what really brought them together in the first place. It was always focused on the physical. There was no more to it than just the physical stuff. Literally, every time they would reminisce about their relationship from the past, it was like, oh, this person that I wanted from the second I saw her and I never stopped wanting her. And it was the same thing for her. But then when you look at Happy Place, you really understood why these characters wanted, like the the emotional connection they had, the traits that they brought out in one another. It wasn't about just the sex. Am I saying it's wrong to be physically attracted to the person you want to be with? No, that's normal. Should that be the only reason that you want to be with that person for the rest of your life? No, that's crazy. And it didn't really seem like they worked through any of their issues at any point. They just started having sex and then they decided that they were going to get back together. 
And I was like, but you guys never fucking talked. Like he went to therapy. That was cool. I liked seeing that. But we didn't even really see him working through anything in therapy. It was kind of just like overnight one day he was like, hey, therapy works. And that was it. And I was like, okay, but like, what did you actually process? What did you work through? I just, th- all of this is what I didn't like about the novel. It really took me out of the reading experience. It made me feel really disconnected from the plot, the the romance plot. I just didn't understand it and I didn't relate to it. I agree with you a hundred percent. You know, you get, so he's very resistant for to going, even to save his effing marriage, he won't yeah. go because he feels like, And that's one of my issues with him, too. Like, he won't go with her when she clearly needs it to help her through it. You know what I'm saying? What she's going through. Which, by the way, since this is spoilers now, they lost a child. And within, like, a a month, they also lost his his aunt, Mm -hmm. who they were very close with. She thinks of of her as, like, a second mother. Mm -hmm. So she loses someone who's a mother figure. And then she loses her child in a very tragic way. Um, she ends up falling on her stomach and the baby dies in like eight, the eight month mark. She has a um, of her pregnancy. Yeah. Um, and then she's like forced to deliver this baby alone because he's away. That's not his fault. Mm-hmm. He didn't anticipate this, obviously, that they couldn't have known. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, bottom line is she's going through something. And I felt for her here. And I really think that he could have stepped up to the plate and done more for her. Um, but I do think that they were very rash in divorcing, but we'll get into that more later. But as far as the um, as far as the uh, counseling goes, he's resistant to it. And then he doesn't actually do it until his son needs it later on because both of their kids are completely fucked up from this whole experience. And, you know, one of the, the, the daughter was really good in school. Now she doesn't give a shit about school. She doesn't even want to go to a private school anymore. She doesn't care. She wants to do hair. Uh not that that's a bad thing if you want to do hair, but I'm just saying she wants to go on like, let's say TikTok or whatever and just be an influencer. You know, she's a kid, um, but she was like really good in school and it doesn't affect the, the grades of their son. Um, their son. What's his name again? I'm sorry. I know she's Kas- Deja. Kasim. 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 Mm-hmm. So she doesn't he doesn't want to. Um, it doesn't affect Kasim's. He's actually going to be excelling a grade. Uh, he's very, very intelligent. Uh, but he has issues now where he fears death and he fears abandonment and everything because of what happened with his parents and losing, you know, uh, a brother and, um, you know, an aunt figure in his life um, so close together. He's worried about that. So now he has to go to therapy. So finally, Josiah steps up to the plate and says, all right, well, you go and I'll go. And all of a sudden we get him talking to the doc talking about things but we don't get anything about him actually working through it or talking to yasmin about it so Mm. i completely agree with you because i think it's so ridiculous that it's like all right well you know i did talk to a doctor so we're cool now yeah that's basically what we get in this book yeah i did like that the author touched on right bringing up a happy place yeah sorry no it's okay I I was just going to say that I did like that the author brought up the cultural influence, I I guess, of therapy for men specifically, how apparently it is more difficult for men to go to therapy. I do agree with that. She also touches on the fact that it's particularly difficult for black men. I can't speak to that community because I'm not you know, a part of that community, but I thought that that was interesting. And that definitely helped me understand Josiah's decision initially a little bit better. However, I still didn't get it because if my wife is so depressed after this really traumatizing experience, I want, and you really care about this person and you want to make it work, 
wouldn't you just try it anyway? Aren't you, wouldn't you just give it a shot? If it's the last thing that's going to save your marriage, wouldn't you try? And he just right. didn't, he just refused. And that bothered me. That bothered me a lot. And so that's what I'm trying to say. Like instead they both were just like ready to give up, throw in the towel. Oh, well. And then I'll, but Hey, down the road, two years later, we could try again. I don't know. It just, it seemed like a lazy thing. Like, Obviously, they're both coping in different ways. So mm -hmm. I can relate to that. Everyone copes differently. Mm -hmm. She falls apart where he's still going because he's not letting it get to him because he's not trying to think about it. He's pretending it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. So that's two different and opposites attract. They say that all the time. So, of course, they're not going to cope the same because they're opposites. Right. Um, but, it, you know, he doesn't at, at least try to come together where he can find a part for her and she can't come together with him. The point of it is it's all miscommunication miscommunication is is prevalent in this novel and I feel like their issues are because of that and it keeps happening until they're having sex and they don't have to talk during sex yeah so yeah. it's just like when did they communicate to work out their issues though they we never, never did we never see it on the page we never see them have a conversation about their relationship so that's my main issue yeah that's my main yeah. issue with them I did um, like that Oh, no, it's okay. I was just going to say that I did like that the author touched upon how they weren't, their grieving styles were not compatible with one another. And right. that's, that's an important thing to understand with a partner. And it's something that's important to be able to work through. And they just, they didn't try to work through it together. I'd say Yasmin tried a little bit harder than he did. I don't think that these two I personally don't think that they made a rash decision. I think that their decision was a long time coming. I just don't think Kennedy Ryan showed us any of it. I don't, so we didn't, as a reader, we didn't understand it because we only got the one scene. And honestly, I hated Josiah in that scene. So for anybody who hasn't read the book, they're in the baby's nursery. She's really upset, but she is now trying to seduce him she wants to try to have another baby she wants to have another baby that's normal behavior women who have lost children always react differently some women do want that replacement quote-unquote replacement child because it makes them feel more whole after having that hole in their life however Josiah comes in like a bull in a china shop telling her she needs to stop all this he starts painting over the uh, I believe it was a biblical saying or a lyric or something that was on the wall that they had dedicated to their son. He just straight up paints over it. And then he feels bad about it after, but it also doesn't take away what you just did. I thought it was very cold. I really hated him in that moment. And personally, if it were me in that position, I might've been like, I can't stand to look at you. I don't want to be with you. I want a divorce because I think that that behavior was disgusting. And I think that it was really... Uh, it, it was really inconsiderate. It was really cold. It was really cruel. And I didn't blame her at that point because I can only imagine what it's like to be in a situation like that. Obviously, I don't know from firsthand experience, but don't force, you can't force somebody to cope and get over something before they're ready. And that's what he was trying to do. And it was making her worse. See, I didn't hate him in the scene because I felt for him as well because he lost a child and he lost an aunt as well. And mm -hmm. even though he's coping in a different way, he's trying – he thought that he might have been doing something to try and help the situation. So even though you might not see it that way, I feel like he might have been trying as he, much as he thought he could do to try and help her get out of the situation. Now, what annoyed me about that scene more than that was Yasmin basically saying, I want another child, and him saying to her, because you left this part out, which was very important, 
you right. know, the doctors said, you can't have another child, you'll yeah. die. Yeah. And she's like, I don't care, yada, yada, which is fine because obviously, yes, yeah, she's grieving and she's going through it. And I don't want to know what that's like, yeah. but I can understand. Um, but at the same time, as soon as he rejects her for obviously good intent, because the doctor said, no, you'll die if you have another child. He's tr trying to rationalize with her. She says, well, no, you don't want me. I want a divorce. You know what I mean? Instead of like, hey, let's she separate. Didn't, she said or, it. After hey, let's. She said it after he did the thing with the paint and the, the thing with the paint wasn't done in a nice way. It was done out of anger, which is why I had an issue with it. I agree with you about the other stuff. He did say, you know, if you, if the doctor said, if you have another baby, you'll die. We can't do this. Don't try to force this. I understood where she was coming from. I think they could have worked through that. I thought the paint thing was really unnecessary and cruel. Right. But he was having emotions as well. He was dealing yeah. with his emotions differently. But my point is, but he did it he to hurt her in a different way. She no, he didn't really want to hurt her, though. He was really trying to help out. He I don't think really he was trying to help her. He said that she needs to get over it, grabbed the paint and started painting over the, she said the thing that was things to him as well. The that they both said and did they, things they didn't. Yeah, they both know? they both did things that were mean. A fight. Yeah, I, when I agree, fight, they say things they don't mean. They do things they don't mean. And obviously, in this case, they both were like, uh, he, she was like, well, we're getting divorced. And he was like, no, I don't want that. That's ridiculous. Let's not do that. And she persisted and, and gave him divorce papers, but neither of them fought for it. I mean, fought to keep it. Um, and I just feel like that that was a rash decision. And yes, we didn't get more information on their backstory of their marriage. We don't know what everything was, if there anything else was terrible. I don't know if it was because they lost a child and then they lost a family member in the same time. They were both coping and grieving in different ways. And then all of a sudden, boom, look, Let's get divorced. I feel like that's another loss that you could you don't have yeah, to do. It was. But the thing is, it made it harder. I they, feel like they weren't helping each other. They were making it worse for each other. And the thing I understand that Josiah was having emotions, but what he did, you couldn't fix. You can't read. You're not going to go and repaint it. You know what I mean? It was something that he he couldn't fix. He did something that was irreparable. And that's why I had an issue with it. If you want to say some nasty things, yeah, you can't take it back, but you can talk about it and apologize and try to work through that later. But you can't necessarily have that painting on the wall again that was dedicated to the son that you had to bring into this world dead, which is extremely traumatizing. The other thing is, I liked how the author was showing the difference between coping with the death of a child versus the death of a family member, because the only ones who really you can talk to about the death of a child is your partner. Maybe mm -hmm. the, the, the children, if the child had been four and had passed away, they had had interactions with them. But really, the only other person you have is your partner in a situation like that. It's not like you can share memories with other people like they were about Ampered or being able to share desserts or, or recipes that they have or to have a piece of clothing that belonged to them or something like that you have nothing to remember this child by which is why i think she was clinging to this nursery and to this idea of this child that she had with her for so long and no longer had and i liked seeing the differences there but i think that the main reason that they couldn't really work together is because they weren't trying to work together to cope with it they were like opposing magnets trying to one was trying to get the other one to talk about it and to to process it and the other one was just trying to move on and get things going and they weren't helpful for each other they weren't healthy for each other i think that the scene as it's written is abrupt but i don't think that it doesn't make sense that they divorced and i i don't i think that they imply enough about yasmin's state of mind 
up until the point that the novel starts where she couldn't get out of bed. She says the only reason she got out of bed was because of her kids. And at one point he says something to her like, well, what about me? Did I ever factor into that decision? And she tells him no. So I thought that that was very telling that these two weren't taking each other into consideration at this point in their lives. Their grief wasn't allowing them to. And so Mm -hmm. it was healthier. They both were able to separate, cope, get healthy, and now they're able to return to each other and see if this is something that can work long-term. My concern is that we don't see them like, like we had talked about already is like, we don't see them processing it. We don't see them talking about it. And we don't know if this were to happen again, if they were to have another devastating loss in their family or in their family unit, how are they going to react at that point? And he kept saying, I can't trust her. I can't trust her. That was his reason for not wanting to be with her, but trust her about what? It's not like she cheated. What can't you trust her about to not fall apart? I mean, she might, but she's also doing a lot better and she's going to therapy now. I just didn't understand. He he felt hurt that at her lowest point, you know, even the, the vows that they said, he felt like she just gave up on the marriage and broke his heart. This is how he was looking at it. And he felt like he couldn't, trust her not to break his heart again so that's where he was coming from not saying like he can't trust her of course he's going to trust her but you know what i mean that he his heart felt broken and for two years he was dealing with it and then all of a sudden finally he was going to try and at least let himself try getting over it and then all of a sudden she comes waltzing back in that she wants him again that's got to fuck with your head i mean you gotta he, look at it from his was, perspective he was very open about wanting her too i mean he it's no, not I like she that. seduced him but I'm just saying, let's say somebody broke it off with you. If, if you've been with them for so long, you have a history together, you have children together, and they just say, I want to end it like that. And then two years later, you know, they're like, I want you back. You're not going to necessarily 100% trust this person's word. I, I've heard people say this before in real life. I've seen it in books. I don't understand this perspective because in my opinion, anytime you enter a relationship, you have to decide if you're willing to put your heart at risk if you're willing to do that. And it's really not so much about the other person. It's about you willing to take that risk and say, hey, you might hurt me. You might hurt me again, but do I want this enough to to risk that? I don't think it's fair to put it all on the other person. Also, once again, I do think that you need to take into consideration her emotional and mental state at the time. And she was in a very, very low place. And they both so- were. I agree one was showing that... it and the other one wasn't. I but I have it. to say, there was one thing that was weighing on them ginormously that we have not mentioned, and it's the guilt. So he told her, you know, I won't go if you want me to stay. She said, no, 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 go, because who can foresee something horrific like that? She says, no, 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 you go to California or wherever it was to a convention. He goes, he calls her. He says, please don't close up, though. You know, make sure that you have someone else close up. And she says, no, 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 no. I got it. Sends the person who's there with her home and then is left there by herself. And I'm not saying that this is her fault in any way. It's not his either, though. No. But they're both they're both feeling the guilt. He's mm-hmm. feeling the guilt for not being there. Mm-hmm. She's feeling the guilt for not listening and, and actually trying to take all this on by herself. And she blames herself for falling, which it wasn't her fault. Yeah. Um. So neither of them were were at fault for this. This was just a horrible accident that just turned out so horrific and ended in a loss of a baby. And I I don't ever want to know what that's like. Mm -hmm. Um, And I felt for both of them in that moment. You know, they were just showing it differently. But this guilt was hanging over them. He couldn't even say the baby's name because he felt so, you know, so much grief. 
obviously he was showing it in, in a different way. I feel like yeah. the painting thing was a little over the top and it was written in there for a little shock value. I feel like it kind of didn't line up with his usual character. Personally. I didn't think it was a realistic thing for somebody to do. And if somebody did that to me, I don't know if I would want to stay with them. And I don't think I would want to get back with them personally. That's just me. I'm a very sentimental person. Things like that are important to me. And if somebody were to take that away from me without my consent and knowing that I'm already in such a vulnerable state, to me, that that person doesn't understand me. And I know that we're both grieving, but that person doesn't understand me at all. They don't understand my grief. They don't understand how I process things. And I think that neither one of them understood that about each other. And they still don't by the end of this novel. No. So what annoys me the most, and this is so, even though there are realistic things in this novel, what makes it so unrealistic is the fact that they're only physically attracted to each other is what we learn. We only learn about mm -hmm. the physical attraction, not like, oh, I miss him being there and, you know, whatever, or I miss her doing something for me or whatever, like, you know, like actual relationship, couple, yeah. relatable things where it's like, you know, somebody's there for you, all of the emotional Mm -hmm. attachment where was that that wasn't anywhere all i seen was the physical attraction they would always talk about when they would have their thoughts about each other yeah. and that annoyed the shit out of me because yes yeah. that's great and all like you said but there's more than that yeah. especially when you want to have a healthy relationship and i just feel like now they're just gonna confuse the shit out of their kids because they're having sex again and then once the sex dies down they're gonna be like oh well we're fucking still back in the same spot but at least we're both going to therapy now so i don't know <laughs> i don't have high hopes I think maybe it, they're going to make it. I don't I think, know. I think it ends where they, they, do. they are getting back together. Um, yeah, he proposed to her. He does. Yeah, yeah, he does. To her. So I will say that I did like the interactions with the children. I thought that it yes. was very realistic. I thought that yes. Deja and Kasim's reactions to the losses in their families, the reaction to their parents' divorce, I thought it was all very realistic for children their age, ages. And I liked Josiah's interactions with his kids because he seemed much more understanding of Yasmin when he was talking to his children about Yasmin versus when he was actually talking to Yasmin, if that right. makes sense. He would it say does. things at, at one point, one of the lines that always stuck out to me as I was reading was he tells, I believe, Kasim that, you know, together they went through a really horrible experience in losing their son, Henry. But it was even worse for for mom because she had him growing inside of her for eight months, you know, and then she had to deliver him alone. I mean, I can't even imagine what that's like, but I really yeah. liked the way that he explained it to his son and how you need to understand what your mother was going through to understand why she checked out. I really liked the anger coming from Deja. I thought she was annoying, but I, I liked it because it was realistic. She was realistic as a teenager, yeah. especially. Yeah. Yeah. And let know? me tell you the one, the one scene when, cause there's so much miscommunication with her between the kids and the mom as well. Mm -hmm. But, um, let me tell you, okay. Now as a little girl, she's looking up to her dad because she feels like the mother was at fool Cause she heard the mom tell her, I want tell him I want a divorce. So she's like, you know, very um, angry with her mother, but typical teenager stuff. You know, she's going to mm -hmm. be rude to her mom and this and that. She's not going to listen to her mom. She's skipping class. You know, she's she's falling behind in her grades, things like that, uh, because as a result of the of the divorce and she's having a hard time with it. And then in the end, there's a scene finally with Deja and her mother um, that that's the scene that choked me up 
when she actually has a conversation with her daughter and her daughter has a conversation with her and they get their feelings out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the part that chokes me up because I found it super realistic mm-hmm. and it reminded me of things with my own mother. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I felt that that, that was well-written um, mm-hmm. um, and I felt like that's probably super accurate. And, you know, I, I come from a, um, I don't want to get into too much details, but a background where I have similar you know, parental, let's say, where my parents weren't necessarily together and I would have separate conversations with them. And in that moment when they were having conversations and they were going through all these emotions and as a teenage girl, she was going through all those emotions, I I felt that was very realistic and relatable. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, I thought Deja was very Mm -hmm. well-written. You know, as a girl myself, having gone through what I went through similar in Mm -hmm. a different way. Mm -hmm. I do think she was written to sound a little bit older than she was. So she was only 13 and yet she had this huge social media following where she was doing hair tutorials and things like that. It seemed a little beyond her actual age, but that was the only issue that I had with her character. No, I agree with that. I feel like uh, she would, she would be too young. Uh, I think she was 13 and I feel like that that was too young to be exposed, but I did like the parenting of the fact that anything she posts had to be ran by her parents first. Yeah. So I feel like if you're going to make that exception and let your kid, because social media is everything these days for young kids. uh, And I feel like if they're going to at least do that, that that was good parenting on their part. So, um, but I agree with you. I feel like she was too young for that. She was also too young to start making decisions about what she wants to do in her future. (laughs) Yeah. She's too little. 13's a kid. Um, But Kasim sounded adorable, I will say. Mm -hmm. Um, He sounded adorable. He really loved both his parents. He wasn't resentful towards either parent. You know what I mean? He just Mm -hmm. seemed like a great kid. I don't know. Yeah. It's because I have a son and I want my son to be that good kid. (laughs) (laughs) But but I really liked his, his engagements as well. So, yeah, I don't know. I thought, I thought the parts with the kids were the saving grace of this book for me. Yeah, I really liked the way Kennedy Ryan explored family interactions between parent and child, sibling and sibling. I really enjoyed all of that. I really liked to see Josiah and Jas- uh, Yasmin both trying to move on and dating other people. I could, I think that could have been explored in a little bit more depth. Personally, it seemed a little two-dimensional and yeah. kind of glossed over a bit, but Otherwise, I did like the themes that were explored. I really liked the way that Kennedy Ryan explored this idea of grief and coping and the differences that can impact a relationship. And I I really enjoyed all of that in this book. It was just the romance that didn't do it for me, mostly because I didn't find it romantic. There was nothing that these two liked about each other besides their bodies from what I could tell from reading this book. So that's where it fell flat for me. But everything else I really enjoyed. I will say that the writing, uh, for the most part, was good. Like you said, the the themes explored were explored well. You know, they were well researched. She did a great job composing this family and mm-hmm. making it, it seem very realistic. Uh, but yes, there were things that were left out that would have made it more of an emotional connection for mm-hmm. readers. I feel like and would have actually put us into their marriage and made us understand more. Because um, otherwise, we're having. Conf- conflicting thoughts as readers different perspectives you know was it rash or wasn't it we don't know because we don't know (laughs) you know what I mean give us more if you're going to give us a then chapter give us more of those 
Yeah, it's I feel also, like there wasn't enough of that. It's really weird to give us a dual perspective, dual perspective book, but the back flashes, flashback. I can't talk. Flash, <laughs> the back, the back flashes, flash flaps. But the the flashbacks were only told from one perspective. It was just an interesting choice that I didn't understand from a writing or reading experience, and I don't know. There were some things too that were very repetitive and could have been replaced yeah. with more detail. I agree that this book was drawn out, especially the last quarter where they're going back and forth. They're having sex with each other, but they don't want to get back together, but they do want to get back together, but they're scared to get back together. I was like, all right, we get it. I get it. Let's just move on at this point. Yeah. Something more yeah, needs to happen. <laughs> I don't need all of Josiah's chapters. Yeah. Him saying the same exact issues to a friend, to yeah. a son to to her you know like i don't yeah. need all that just say it once it'll be more impactful if you say it to his son and yeah. then move on yeah. i don't need to hear that every time because honestly you're just kind of like giving me the same information and leaving out some important things that it could be in those slots instead yeah. and then when i finally have a chance where i think i'm going to get some some more details i get sex yeah i don't need that i don't I, need that i need more details to be emotionally connected to these characters yeah. and their relationship that's when, why I never cried for them. I cried uh, when I'm sorry. I cried when they were talking about the stillbirth stuff. Uh, that oh that yeah, part, no, that was th hard. Those parts that hit me kind of hard. Me. Just trying to be in that mindset and imagine it that hit me kind of hard. But aside from that, when they weren't having sex, all they were doing, all we heard, was for, talking about wanting to have for it. for pages at a time. It was like oh his body, his dick, his this, his that, and then her butt and her nipples and butt. And I was just like, I don't want to hear this. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And it was just, there was so yes. much of it. There was so much of it. We didn't talk about Vashti. Let's talk about Vashti. So Vashti, I feel like just gets caught up in this. And she, I felt sorry for her at certain, at certain points. Cause I'm like, girl, he's never going to look at you like that. He wants his ex-wife. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's certain parts where I felt like Yasmin only wanted him back because she she's seen him with someone else. And that annoyed me. And but at the same time, we've all been there. <laughs> so mm. I can't really say like, no, that's not realistic because it is. Uh, yeah. But that annoyed me. So, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, no, I'm good without him. I'm good with my girlfriends. I'm good with my friends. I don't need him. And then all of a sudden, oh, but he's with somebody else. Now I want him back. That annoyed me. And that's why I had a big issue with her as well. And then, okay. you know, she's dating some other guy. She doesn't care about him. She didn't even want to give him a chance, but she's only doing it really, even though she tries to say she's not and play it off. She's only doing it because um, he's dating someone and she wants to get him jealous. And it was just petty nonsense. I disagree. Um, so stupid. I disagree with your interpretation of all of that. To me, okay. the way that the way that I read it was Yasmin didn't necessarily leave her husband because she wanted to leave her husband. It's she was not well. Now she's doing better. She's more focused on herself. And she sees him for the first time starting to move on. And that's scary to her because she is now starting to understand the consequences of the decision that they made and what it could mean long-term that he could end up moving on. He could end up falling in love with someone else. And she has to reckon with that. I don't think it was just that she saw him with somebody else and was like, well, I want him back. I think that it brought up a lot of emotions that she hadn't experienced for a couple of years because she hadn't been focusing on her relationship with Josiah. She was focusing on her relationship with herself and her children. And when it came well, to Mark, I think she was genuinely trying to move on. He was a nice guy. He asked her out. I think she was like, yeah, like he's moving on. I need to try to move on too. 
And once she realized that it wasn't going to go anywhere and that she felt like she was leading him on, she cut it off. And Josiah did the same thing with Vashti. She did use him for a Christmas tree. She didn't. She didn't ask him for a Christmas tree. He showed up to her house. I never said that. I never unannounced. Said that. I said she used him. Okay. For a Christmas tree because he said I have one, and she was like, "Should I just break it off with him?" And right now, I have no intention on dating this guy again. And then she's like, "But we do need a Christmas tree." She was like, "All right, bring it over." And then after he brings it over, he's she's like, "You want to stay for dinner?" And she's like, "But by the way, this isn't working. We have to be friends." And he's like, "No, I should go." So Whatever. she used him for a Christmas tree. You can't say that. I think Josiah was using Vashti for sex. To try and get over. No, no, no. To try and get and get over because he felt like he was never going to get her back. And he felt like he wanted to try and move on, which is what everybody does try to do. Yeah. And it usually fails if you still love somebody. Yeah. But, um, and I respect him for letting her go as soon as he realized he's still yeah. in love with his ex-wife and he wants nothing to do with her. And he felt like he might have a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I respect that. Um, I also respected Vashti for staying and wanting to still work for him, even though she was going to go in a different state. And that, you know, I liked Vashti a lot. Me too. I really did yeah. like her. Um, you know, I felt sorry for her, but at the same time, like she knew in the back of her mind that they still had a thing for each other and that they, you know, old flames are hard to, to extinguish. Um, yeah. and, uh, I, I really did like, cause she seemed great, honestly. And she's going to be, um, she's going to be somebody's Yasmin. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, she just wasn't going to be Yasmin for this yeah. guy. Period. Yeah, um, no, I liked but, her character a lot. She was definitely well written. I thought she was a, a standout character. Mm-hmm. I would love to taste her food. She yeah. sounds like she's <laughs> great at making food. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like you know, it annoyed me when Yasmin goes to the house and then she's like, "Well, this is one thing that annoyed me too about Josiah. He knew he was trying to get over um, his ex-wife." He knew he really didn't love this girl, but she was really catching feelings for him. Uh, and he was like kind of prolonging not having not sleeping with her because he didn't. He's like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I don't want to do this. And I'm thinking about my ex. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, Yasmin goes to his house and she shows she's there in a sh- his shirt. And obviously they 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 was getting busy yeah. the night before. Um, and that annoyed me because I was just like, all right, well, why are you leading this girl on for? Yeah. So I think they're both guilty of leading people on. And I guess they're doing it because they're hoping to move on. Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't think that they were doing it in a malicious way, personally. No. Um, no. But, but I do you think know, but it again, was just more superficial than they maybe I feel like realized. it was written that way to propel them wanting each other and not wanting anybody else to have them. Like, mm. you can't have him. I want him now. And yeah. same for him. You can't have her. I want her. Um, and that was all, again, physical yeah. attraction. Uh, yeah, Never emotional attraction. I was just gonna say, I, I don't, I don't think it really hit the mark personally. I don't think I, I think I understand what Kennedy Ryan was trying to do with it, but I don't think it hit the mark for the it same reason that, well. for the, yeah, for the reason that you just said is that it was never about an emotional connection. We didn't really understand why Josiah was with Vashti, what he liked about Vashti. Everybody else right. loved her. Everybody else right. would talk about her food and how funny she is and how like laid back and cool she is. And all he ever talked about was how she's not Yasmin. And it was like, just kind right. of and weird. And I felt so sorry for her. Yeah. You know, like, first of all, like, it's sad when a reader is like, oh, well, I see why she's great. Yeah. But the person that's with her, there's no explanation or mindset of him thinking why she's great. Yeah. Uh, like then really then why are you leading this poor girl on especially yeah. somebody it's a conflict of interest that works for you dude that's yeah. weird yeah that works t- for not, 
not only you, but your wife, ex-wife as well. That bothered me a lot. You mentioned that, that they both own the restaurant. Because yeah. we find out about this very early on in the book too. And I think this is one of the reasons, excuse me, that I had trouble connecting to the characters at first. Because I was like, okay, so you own a restaurant with your ex-wife and you're going to start dating your brand new chef who took over after your aunt died because who helped save your business and now you're gonna put that all at risk for your dick you know what i mean like i just didn't like it i didn't like <laughs> your, it your size 13 dick look yeah. all i know <laughs> all I, I come on all i know is that like it annoyed me because all right you're gonna try to move on then don't bring it so close to effing home okay yeah. don't date the friggin sous chef or whatever it's called the main chef head chef that works for you and your wife's ex-wife's business. Yeah. That's a conflict of interest. That's weird because now you're going to bring it in her face. Whether you're trying to throw it in her face or not, now it's in her face and it's fucked up, okay? Yeah. So for me, I didn't love that, okay? Yeah. I felt like that he should have tried to explore the space yeah. elsewhere. There's apps. There's things for that that you can do to try to make it where this woman's not going to be in the peripheral of your ex-wife the whole time because yeah. she literally works with you. Dude. Yeah. So I didn't like that. I thought that that was just a little ridiculous conflict of interest. Oh, we can't lose this. This is the best chef that we've ever found. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. Me and her have an agreement that if it doesn't work out, she still wants to be my chef. And I'm just like. Yeah. I also. I didn't. Stick for me. I agree with you. But I also didn't like how very early on in the book, Yasmin even finds out that they're dating because he brings her to her house with her kids and she's just, and he's like, oh, I made it clear that it was just a casual thing, like friends. But yet it wasn't casual. They were seeing each other. And he like immediately brought her to Yasmin's house around yes. her kids. That pissed me off because I was like, how, that you pissed know, me how off dare too. you? <laughs> um, yes, that annoyed me. And then what also annoyed me was, because um, that annoys me, annoyed me about him. Yeah. Um, for Thanksgiving, they always get together. And even mm -hmm. though Yasmin doesn't like them seeing them together, she's like very stubborn. Both of them are very stubborn yeah. at points. Where she's like, well, you could bring your girlfriend, I guess, to my house for Thanksgiving. And he was like, oh, yeah. Meanwhile, you know, he's trying to get back with her. And he's like not he's like thinking about not even hanging out with her. He's answering texts to Vashti. She's like, hey, I want to sleep over. And he's like, nah, bro. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like to the point where I, I was going to be I was like, he's not going to bring her. He shouldn't have. Not he to have done. I felt so bad for her at that dinner because it was so awkward. I was like, really, guys, you can't yeah. like keep it in your pants for one Thanksgiving dinner. And then, you know, go on your merry ways. Like, come on. It, it was very me. awkward. She had no place being there. He should have broke it off with her before Thanksgiving, not wait to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Sure, let come to the holiday with me up to my ex-wife's house. And then I'm going to break up with you after. I know. I, I mean, know. come on. Poor Vashti. Can she get her own spinoff book? I'll read that. I know. I really want to read more about her life and where her life goes. Because I feel like this poor girl was acting like, I'm going to bring up the movie The Holiday. I love that movie. Yeah. But she was acting like supporting role in her own life when she's great enough to be the main actress of her life. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is the, the experience that Kennedy Ryan wanted us to feel with her mm. or the fact that it could have been any of us, you know, falling for somebody who's just not 100% there. For me, I'm like, like, how are you falling for somebody? Aren't you noticing that he's not 100% there and he's not all for you? Yeah. But then again, if that were the case, there wouldn't have been that book and the movie and the whole thing, a whole series, basically, of he's not that into you. This happens time and time again. Tale is yeah. old as time. 
and we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you know, I can't really hate on it. I think but. it's funny too, because she would say like, I know that he's not fully over her, but he keeps saying that he is. So you want to believe him when he says that, but yeah, at some point you just have to say yeah, he's, no, he, he's not into me. He's just not that into me. By the way, but at this at the same time too, people need to realize like there's a thing called a rebounds. And if somebody yeah. was just married for, you know, 15, 20 years, yeah. you're a rebound rebounds. They're obviously yeah. not going to be a hundred percent yours and into you and all that, right? After all that history and after all that time shared, because that person has to learn how to cope without that other person in their life. Yeah. You know, so oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I did want to tell you because there is it's not a sequel to this book, but it's another book with what is it? The Vashti a, a spin-off. Because... Well, I, I just looked it up to see, but it's not it's <laughs> your that. it's your other girl, it's Soledad. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. So it actually comes out soon, March 5th. But I just looked it up because I, I, I knew that there was the another one coming out. I... So I'm gonna kick myself for probably reading that because it might have the same <laughs> type of issues. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to know what Celadad goes because I wanted to punch her husband so hard and I'm hoping that he gets punched in that book yeah. and I might read it just for the satisfaction of that. Yeah. Um, because we didn't really get into it, but it's kind of implied that he's never there for her. He never helps with their three kids. He's always, quote, you know, air quotes, working late. Um, and then when he's in his sleep, he's yelling out Amber, who he she finds out is his secretary. Bro is cheating on you. Okay. Yeah. He needs to be punched in the face. Yeah. Like so hard where he gets knocked out like for days. Yeah. That's all. Don't don't all be right. hurting my, my girl so the right? <laughs> I needed her to get slapped too. I was like gonna slap her and be like, wake up, girl. Yeah. Things are going on, okay? Yeah. I don't know. That was frustrating as hell for a side character. She wasn't even in the book much, and every time she was, and she mm -hmm. would be like, He's he's great though. I was like, I wanted to like punch her too and be like, Can you just stop and listen yeah. to yourself for two seconds? Yeah. All right, that's all. <laughs> all right good so i'm ready for the soledad sequel yeah <laughs> at least i didn't get frustrated for no reason yeah i would like closure all right all right well just to to sum up again i think we both rated it a four so we were actually on the same page yeah. with this book but we both yeah. disliked different things about it yeah <laughs> which funny. is funny yeah <laughs> we had we had we had different perspectives and different issues with it but we had the same score and, and we definitely had issues with it but we yeah. also liked it didn't love it yeah <laughs> we could sum it up for the book uh, a nail color i don't know i'm gonna say just randomly like a dark blue no reason i don't know why i don't know they mentioned ribs a lot so i feel like i have to say red <laughs> that's, that's it was either gonna be that gross. or corn pudding yellow interesting okay yeah which by the way the corn pudding recipe is at the end of the book end of the book and i am going to try to make it and see yeah. if it's pretty damn good okay all right movie or tv show hmm i don't know what's like a frustrating sexy show that's like all about frustrating sexy show yeah like a show i'm gonna say it's i actually have never watched this so i have no idea what it's about euphoria oh i like euphoria I like Euphoria more than I like this book. I was going to say like the Desperate Housewives <laughs> or something like that. No, I want to punch all those people individually. The Desperate. I don't. I hate reality. That's kind of how I. That's kind of how I felt. I don't think is that one the reality. It's the one with Ava Longoria. Uh, it's older now. Oh, Desperate Housewives. I thought you yeah. were talking about Real Housewives. 
No, yeah, Desperate Housewives. Wasn't that like I never watched it, but it wasn't. I like watched sexy? one season and it wasn't for me. Yeah, kind of. She sleeps yeah. with her gardener. Uh, All right. Well, I'm gonna um, say that. <laughs> I feel like I would feel the same way about that show that I feel about this book. All right. I'm gonna go Euphoria, I guess, if we're going with the sexy level. But if we're not going with the sexy level and we're going with the frustrating just get back together romance shit, um, I'm gonna have to go either friends or uh Mm. Luke and Lorelai because just effing get together mm. already. Interesting. You are definitely want each other, but but they had more of an emotional connection. Yeah, they shows. did. I think it's unfair to Luke and Lorelai to do that. Or or Rachel and Ross. I mean, geez, Rachel and Ross, yeah. we were on a break. At least we got more info with them. That's Honestly, I never understood. When they them. were on a break, she could do so much better than Ross weirdo. No, whatever his I, last I will, name is Geller. Listen to me. Ross Geller annoyed me for so many years and decades of my life. And now in my older days, he's he's my favorite. Sometimes he's funny, but I think that he's a bad person personally. I think he's, he's kind not of the a best jerk. person, but he's entertaining. <laughs> Him <laughs> and Chandler. Chandler was always my favorite. Chandler was my favorite, yeah. Uh and and also um Courtney Cox, uh, Monica, because she's so mm. deranged and chaotic, <laughs> and I love that. Um yeah. <laughs> she really is. Like you can't even sit on her pillows. She's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but, but I don't know. I, I have a small appreciation for Ross now that I never used to have before. I don't mm. know why. Whatever. Off track. <laughs> All right. Well, a character from a show or a movie or a movie quote. I don't know. This book as a character? Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to go movie quote because I want to punch Soledad's husband's face. So I'm going to have to go when in Vegas. You know why. Okay. Oh! You know why. You used, to, you used that one recently. <laughs> I don't care. I love that quote so much. I have no idea. I'm going to say Vivian from Legally Blonde. No reason. I don't know why. I didn't love her. I didn't hate her. So that's why, I guess. Vivian Kensington? Yeah. A song. Before I Go by Lewis. I can't remember before his last name. Before you go. It's before you go. Whatever. That's I kept thinking of that song every time I think about this book. I it like plays in my head. So it has to be that for me. So before you go. Was there something I could have said to make your heart beat better? If only I'd have known you had a stone to weather. So I'm going Whitney Houston. Now, don't get me wrong. I do love this song, but it's very drawn out. And so is this book. But <laughs> didn't we almost have it all? Okay. All right. So we can take the night into
on for I think 20 minutes. I'm <laughs> sure that's a 20 minute song. Yeah. Uh, very whiny. And yes, kind of. Yeah. Kind of applies here. Uh, a meal cookie or baked item. This book has so much food in it. Yeah. I don't think they have any baked items. Yeah, they except did. the pear thing. There was that's what it reminded me of. There was a pear cobbler or a pear tart. There was a lemon, some type of lemon pound cake thing or something mm -hmm. like that for Thanksgiving. Also, it was really good. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say a lemon pound cake. I don't know. Uh, a meal. Uh, the only thing I could think of right now is the corn pudding because I want to taste that shit. I knew you were so, gonna I say that. I love corn pudding, especially on Thanksgiving. As soon as the corn pudding, first of all, that's probably why I love Vashti so much mm. because as soon as she showed up with the, with the corn pudding for Thanksgiving, which is super traditional in our family because your mom always makes it. As soon as that happens, I was like, that's right. Now it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. I I do not like <laughs> corn pudding. Well, corn pudding doesn't I was like not, you. I was not excited. <laughs> All right. A superlative. If you don't want to, if you want to get back together, just stay together. Most likely to not stay together and be together again. No, no. All right. I, I need to preface <laughs> this one with, I've, out, right? I've only ever read two second chance romance novels. So this is the second best romance novel I've ever read, which also makes it the worst. You mean the second best second chance? Yes, that's what I meant. You said second best romance. No, second chance romance. Sorry, I'm yeah. getting myself tongue-tied. I'm very tired. <laughs> Most likely to have a side character's husband mentioned the family. <laughs> You're, you're so obsessed with this guy. I hate him. There's like a one sentence mention. <laughs> I, I don't like that man. Also, most likely to want to hang out with a side character. Yeah. What up, Hendrix? All right. All right. An this animal? Is not, not relatable to this book in any way. An animal yeah. bug or mythical character. Okay, I got one. Okay, what do you have? I'm going to say a teddy bear because I feel like that girl needed a hug. She okay. really did, Yasmin, at certain parts. And I really... I feel like if a little teddy bear crawled up to her and was like, let me hug you. I love you. I feel like she would have been like, okay. Aww. And she girl needed a teddy bear. That's I don't cute. know. All right. That's <laughs> cute. I, I like that. Sometimes I was we just need a teddy. I was thinking of like a groundhog. Like it pops up out of its hole, sees its shadow, goes back in, and then it comes back up again. Second chance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we're not casting Emma Roberts in this movie because that – that that would be why Yasmin's mostly depressed. <laughs> because she's Emma Roberts? Yes. <laughs> I can't with you, okay. <laughs> Emma Roberts would have no emotion, although that would kind of play with this book because the book doesn't have a, that much emotional yeah. connection with one another. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like the husband has to be super hot. Yeah, I was thinking maybe Idris Elba. I love him so much. I actually feel kind of so bad. Hot? Isn't he? I feel kind of bad casting him as Josiah because I really didn't like him that much, but I do love you. You know, Josiah. hot is like, hot isn't a good word for him. He's like sexy, beautiful, actually. He's not hot. Hot, I feel like hot is like a physical thing. I think he is super sexy. He's very sexy. I don't know. I'm going like... younger with him. Who's, who's oh. that really handsome guy from Bird Box, which was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life? Help. Trevante Rhodes? Sure. He was he was good looking. Um, I feel like he yeah. could definitely do the role well. And okay. I would watch it. Because right. um, at the at one point during Bird Box, he was the only reason why I kept watching that. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah, once. I didn't like it. I thought That's it was That's got to be one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's really bad. We never get an explanation as to what they can't see. Yeah. 
I hate Pooh. I spit on that movie. I hate that movie so much. But Travanti was one of the only reasons why I kept watching it. And then, spoiler alert, if you've never seen it, don't watch it. It's terrible. But he he dies at one point. I was like, all right, well, I have no reason to watch this anymore. I don't care about it. All right. I was like enjoying watching him running around with a short sleeve shirt with his muscles. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, for Yasmin, (laughs) I was thinking maybe Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union, I feel like, well, yeah, I do like Gabrielle Union. Yeah, I love her. Why? You don't like that choice? No, I like her. I don't know. Is she is she too old for the role now? How old is she? I think these people were in their 40s. I have no idea how old anyone is. Hold on. I will look up. Oh, Gabrielle Doesn't... Union is 51. I'm pretty sure she's in her 50s. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, she does not look 51. Oh, my no, God. No, she's gorgeous. I wish she I... always stays gorgeous, I but I'm just, I don't know. Uh, maybe Carrie Washington. Is she too old for the okay. role? She is Sad. 47. So closer, I guess. That's fine. I'm fine with that. I like Carrie Washington. All right. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, tell everybody what's coming up next. Sure. Why don't you start? Oh, a reminder of our rating. Did we do that? Yeah, kind of. We both rated it a four. We're unsure right. if if we would if recommend, recommend it. Yeah, it's it depends, I think, on what you're looking to read. Is, yeah. is if is I would recommend time. it or not. Um confused as a, as to whether i would recommend or not yeah i don't know like i wouldn't go back in time and not read it yeah i, I mean i'm not mad i read it that's how i feel i don't know hmm. i just feel like it was a little sad maybe i wasn't in the mood for that type of book i will say it did kill my vibe because i was on my fantasy kick with i had just come off of kingdom of ash and then i just finished You're always on your fantasy kick i do love my fantasy but i was like really in it because i just <laughs> i finished kingdom of ash and then i had just finished the first crescent city book house of earth and blood and i was like yes i can't wait to start the next one and i had to stop and read this instead and it was such a different vibe and it like really killed my mood so that that did color this a little bit for me but not i i think that's why it made it harder for me to get into it initially because i was like i don't want to read about this right now <laughs> i want to go back to fighting you know arching Ar- archangels and stuff like that so i was okay. just yeah i was like when's there gonna be a battle scene and there was not obviously so <laughs> can you imagine if in the middle what kind of writing would that be i know if in the middle like all right well they i'm thinking about getting back with him and then all of a sudden the next chapter it's like the dragons were all over the place guy and all of a sudden shit just went down and then all of a sudden it went back to them yeah that would be hilarious that would be the biggest april fools joke ever yeah yeah all right right, so we had a good conversation (laughs) well next tuesday that's going to be february 13th we're going to be reviewing taylor jenkin reed's popular very popular novel the seven husbands of evelyn hugo so we're looking forward to that and then join us again next or sorry this thursday february 8th for another potty episode potty episode And, and remember that our book club And our book of the month for February is Christina Lauren's Love and Other Words. That episode will air on February 28th of this year, of course. (laughs) Um, But we will confess, we did say we were going to maybe do a mini episode (laughs) uh, for the book, The uh, Frozen River. Now, we will admit that we did read The Frozen (laughs) River. uh, And and we loved it. 
Yes. And the fact that we're putting this last is just like we're hiding. But basically, we loved it. We absolutely loved it. And we promised that we will discuss it at some point. But we did not. We were not able to record that. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, we will talk about the book. We promise. And if you did read it with us, I'm sure you're you're wanting to know. Um, but we will tell you just as a preview that we did both love it. So, yeah. All right. All right and that's it. We got to go. Got to go, yeah. yo. Have a good night. Or good morning or Bye. good day. Bye. Bye. For everyone just tuning in, this is what you can expect from our podcast. We'll be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. And we'll have a new book of the month on the last Wednesday of every month. We encourage you to reach out to us with thoughts, ideas, questions, and feedback. You can reach us at She's All Booked Podcast at gmail.com. As always, all books we review will be available at our link in bio or by visiting linktr.ee slash she's all booked. We do make a small commission from any purchases you make using that link. So thank you to all who support us. And of course, we want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate each and every one of you. If no one told you today, you're important and valued. You belong here. You're doing great. And we believe in you. This chapter may be over, but the story goes on. So stick a bookmark in us. Ouch. And we'll see you in the next one. <laughs>